Simple Suttas, a podcast on original Buddhism. Visit us at simplesuttas.wordpress.com. Nibbana 1. There is a place that is uncreated, unborn, and unsupported. If there were not such a place, there would be no escape. Udana 8.4 You cannot reach the end of the world by walking, but to achieve the goal of the holy life, you must reach the end of the world. A wise person who understands the nature of the world, who has lived the holy life, who has reached the end of the world as at peace, they do not long for this world or the next. Anguttara Nikaya 4.45 The Story of Sunita I was born into a low caste and poor. I was often hungry. I made my living cleaning toilets. Most people were disgusted by me, despised me. I gritted my teeth and bowed to them. Then one day I saw the Buddha. He was at the head of a great sangha of monks as they entered Magadha. I dropped my bucket and rushed to bow to him. He didn't flinch as I bowed at his feet. I begged him to let me join the monks. He stood looking at me with compassion in his eyes, compassion for me, compassion for the world. Come, monk, he said, and with that I was ordained. Soon I found myself alone in the forest. I followed the Buddha's teachings with earnest diligence. That evening I remembered my previous lives. By midnight, I could see the previous lives of others, and in the early morning hours, I broke through the veil of darkness. The gods Indra and Brahma came to me and bowed. They called me the highest of men. The Buddha saw this and smiled. He said, by your own discipline and practice, you have become a truly holy person. Once the Buddha was staying in the monastery with the peaked roof in the woods near Vesali, Around that time, a number of monks had come to the Buddha to announce to him that they had achieved liberation. Sunakkata the Lichavi heard about this and came to the Buddha to question him about the matter. He said, were all of these monks actually enlightened or were some overestimating their spiritual progress? The Buddha replied, some were liberated and some were overestimating. When I hear someone overestimating their attainment, I want to teach them true Dhamma. If they listen, they would benefit, but some only come to argue. Sunakkata excitedly said, I am here to listen to whatever you have to teach. So the Buddha gave him the following teaching. As you know, there are pleasures that come from the five senses, beautiful sights, enchanting scents, sensual caresses. A person can become obsessed with these pleasures. They only want to talk with people that share these interests, and they don't want to hear Dhamma or talk with anyone that teaches Dhamma. It's like the person who left his hometown long ago. If he meets someone from back home, he would only want to talk about that. Is the village safe? How's old so-and-so doing? What's the news? They wouldn't want to talk to anyone else or to talk about any other subject. But a dedicated spiritual teacher's mind is not interested in that kind of thing. They are only interested in the timeless Dhamma. They are only interested in talking about Dhamma. It is the focus of their life. It's like a leaf that's fallen from a tree. It will never be green again. 
In just the same way, a person's life who's focused on the Dhamma will never again be obsessed with physical pleasures. Sometimes when a person has eaten something and then vomited, they never want to eat that thing again. They find it repulsive. In just the same way, this person is uninterested in physical pleasures. I've often taught that obsessive desire for physical pleasures is like a poisoned dart. If someone is hit with a poisoned dart, their friends would rush them to a medic. The medic would cut them open with a scalpel, remove the dart, and flush the poison. But what if some poison was left behind? The medic might say, you are safe. I managed to remove the dart and all the poison. Eat well and protect the wound from getting infected. Wash it regularly and apply this medicine. Don't let the wound get dirty and wash away any blood or pus. Take care while you heal. The patient would live as though there were no danger. He might not regularly wash the wound or use the medicated ointment. But if the poison had indeed taken a hold, infected the patient, they were in danger of great suffering, even death. In just the same way, a spiritual seeker that wrongly believed they were free from desire might act in ways that exacerbate their misery. Allowing yourself to be enchanted with sensual pleasures is as dangerous as drinking a cup of poison. Would you drink a cup of poison? Would you offer even your little finger to a venomous snake to bite? In the same way, be careful with how you direct your attention to what you see, hear, smell, taste, or touch. Majjhima Nikaya 105